Hello, and thank you for listening to Cruising the Waves podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you cruise information right from the source, right from the people who work in the industry. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new podcast with a representative from the cruise lines, river and ocean cruise lines, and also expedition cruises too. This way, you get the information straight from the source, factual information, not rumors or people guessing, but real information from those who work in the industry. Each week, I meet with my BDM, who is my business development manager from each cruise line. They have the inside scoop on all the news from the high seas. Remember to check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on the web, and here you'll find all the group cruises that we have planned. We've locked in some amazing rates and some great perks too, so check those out. Also check out our YouTube channel, Plenty of Sunshine Travel on YouTube, to see pictures and videos of everything discussed here today. Want to get in on the conversation? Visit us on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to post any questions you might have, and I'll be sure to include them in the next episode for you. For help in booking your own cruise experience that was discussed on this week's topic or any other vacation you could dream of, you can contact me at Kathleen at PlentyOfSunshineTravel.com. On this week's Cruising the Waves podcast, episode number 128, we were meeting with Vicki from Paul Gauguin Cruises, and we are going to be doing a great brand overview and looking at some of their amazing activities. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like and subscribe to our channel and remember to hit that share button. Over to the podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's cruise chat. I'm Kathleen Penner, owner of Plenty of Sunshine Travel. And today I'm joined by Vicki and I'm really excited to be meeting with Vicki for the first time. Vicki is from Gauguin Cruises. And I'm really excited because French Polynesia is always so beautiful. It's, you know, every time you see it, you just dream about going there. And that's exclusively what you do. So I'm really looking forward to having this brand overview with you and just to learn more about your, you know, your cruise line and uh, all the great itineraries that you sail to. And uh, as we're going through this presentation, if you want any more information, please reach out to me at info.plentyofsunshinetravel.com. But I'm just going to turn this over to Vicki and I'm really excited to learn together. So over to you. Thank you, Kathleen. Thanks. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, yes, I'm the director of sales for Paul Gauguin Cruises in Canada. And um, I thought we'll go through just a bit of a brand overview today. Everything from where is French Polynesia, uh, why you want to go to French Polynesia. I love that you said, you know, people in their mind, they picture this destination and um, it, they just want to travel to it yeah. uh, very much so. And I'll tell you, every picture you've ever seen, the actual destination is more beautiful than that. And anyone who's ever been will tell you that. It, it's almost like words can't describe how beautiful this destination is. So in saying that, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to try and, you know, say some things and show you some pictures to hopefully um, get you excited about traveling to French Polynesia as well. <laughs> so our ship is the MS Paul Gauguin. We've been in French Polynesia for 25 years now. It actually, I don't know if you know, but we're the longest single deployment of a luxury vessel in a, in a destination. So no other cruise line has ever had a ship in a destination this length of time. Mm -hmm. And it was purposely built for the islands of French Polynesia with a shallow draft. So the draft is more or less the, the ship underneath the water, mm -hmm. but that's what gives us the ability to get up close into the destination like that. So you'll often see uh, pictures that we have of the vessel and you'll see how close we are into the island. So that's one of the many, many benefits of being on board a small ship like this in French Polynesia. 
Absolutely. And I love that you center on those islands because, you know, you do that, you know, constantly for 25 years. So you're absolutely the expert of that area. And you're going to be able to have those relationships with the people who live there, as well as, you know, knowing the locations and, and, and everything else perfectly. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, more, more so than thinking about us as being a cruise line, think of us as the destination. Mm -hmm. And then the ship just happens to be a great way to see this destination. So you'll see when, when, as you see our itineraries and just the things we do on board, we very much focus on the uh, the islands of French Polynesia. And the official name of the islands, that's I thought, we'll do a little bit of geography here. Yeah. Um, the official name of the islands is French Polynesia. It's mm -hmm. a little confusing because often you hear us refer to them as the islands of Tahiti. Um, uh, to, I think probably just because Tahiti is the most well-known and it's the economic center of French Polynesia. Mm -hmm. But there's a, there are a group of 118 islands they take up an area in the ocean the size of Europe, but the landmass is only the size of Prince Edward Island. Oh. So, uh, yeah, very. We've always said social distancing comes easy in French Polynesia. Um, <laughs> That's a good. Point. Very uh, few people, lots of space, very pristine, pristine um, destination. And I think it's a good comparison to look at where Hawaii is in the world compared to Tahiti. Mm -hmm. Hawaii is north of the equator, about the same distance as Tahiti is south of the equator. Often I get people that will say to me that they're thinking Fiji and Tahiti are close together, but they're actually 4,000, I think it's 3,500 kilometers oh, wow. um, uh, apart from each other. So they're, they're actually quite a distance apart. Uh, we offer direct nonstop flights out of Los Angeles. So it's an eight hour nonstop flight out of Los Angeles. There's also uh, nonstop flights now out of uh, San Francisco. And Air Tahiti Nui has direct nonstop flights out of Seattle as well, which is a really, it's a great airport to be able to connect through. So it's just a, a nice international airport and easy connections for Absolutely. Uh, Canadians and North Americans. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. I really love traveling places nonstop because you're pretty much having a better chance of your luggage making it with you. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. It's like, if I can fly nonstop, I absolutely will. And that's great that you've got the nonstop locations yeah. too. The other um, uh, statistic that I think is really that says a lot is Tahiti in a year receives the same amount of tourists as Hawaii does in just seven days. Oh. So that's what it's all about is just this beautiful, pristine paradise. Goodness. Now, the secret to our success is the size of this vessel. It's large enough to offer a luxury experience. It's almost 20,000 tons. So it's actually quite large. It's just that we never put any more than 330 guests on board. So... Um, uh, and then again, you can see here how close we are into the destination like this. So that's a really good guest to space ratio then. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, um, I think it's 58 actually is our space ratio. So lots of open deck space, mm -hmm. um, lots of larger public areas as well. And 70% of the vessel is balcony. Everything else is outside. Of course. You don't want to, no one would want an inside stateroom in French Polynesia. So I you know. have a view regardless of where you are on board the ship. And it is thanks to our all-inclusive nature that our guests arrive, and it's just so easy because everything's been taken care of. Um, we include all of the non-alcoholic beverages, so your specialty coffees, bottled water, sodas, all of those things, of course. But then we also include the alcoholic beverages, so uh, top-shelf liquors, wines, beers, spirits, um, open bar uh, all day. We also have the uh, gratuities included so you get this lovely gracious service without the expectation of a, a gratuity Perfect. and we did a dry dock actually about a year and a half ago and at that point we also included the wi-fi on board so 
I think that the easiest way to think about us is we include everything except short versions. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to show you and spa treatments. But um, I'll show you um, a couple of the islands that we have that we have our own private retreats that rarely would anyone do an excursion in those destinations. And the other thing, we always have the tenders that take you into the islands. Often mm-hmm. you'll see, except for in Papiete, which is the economic, um, the, the international where the flights fly into, um, we are tendered. So it's the small boats that take you into the islands. This is where it's important that you're uh, so close into the islands so you don't spend a lot of time tendering back and forth. And being such a nice, nice sized ship, it's not going to take, you know, an hour or so to get through that queue um, to get onto the tenders either. So you're really oh, transporting people fast. That's great. You're, you've got that absolutely right. Yeah. Like, I know some cruise lines put more people on their tenders than we put on our ship. Right? <laughs> so it's, like our tenders are just constantly going back and forth. So, I mean, that's the whole experience on board. There's no lineup or waiting or nickel and diming. Right. Uh, and uh, the other thing that I think our guests really like is that it's a luxurious experience in terms of the food and the dining and the service, but very informal in terms of the dress code. So no formal nights. I don't think anyone wants to bring a tuxedo and a tiara to Tahiti, right? No, uh, really. So <laughs> during the day, you'll typically, you know, beach wear. And then in the evenings, gentlemen may be cotton pants and a collared shirt and mm-hmm. women sundresses. So yeah. it's very laid back, uh, luxurious sort of atmosphere on board. Now, uh, part of what makes this experience so much about the the destination is a troop of uh, Polynesians we have on board. We, the girls, we call them Gogines, and the boys are Gogan. And they are, are your hostesses. They greet you when you arrive. The French Polynesian people are some of the most lovely, amiable people you can ever imagine meeting. And they're extremely proud of their history and their culture, and they love to share it with guests. So everything from when we're in our private beaches, maybe they're uh, teaching how to play a ukulele or tie a pareo or cultivate a pearl um, and uh, two evening performances that we have as well. So as much as we want people to come to French Polynesia, we want you to leave with a true understanding of these these people and the, the culture of this, this amazing destination. And a lot of that is really achieved through the, the Gauguins and the Gauguin that we have on board. I think most cruises experience is about the the dining <laughs> and just the service on board. And I know every cruise line tells you that they have exceptional crew, but I'll tell you, our crew are just absolutely amazing. They will remember your name. They'll remember, um, you know, the meal you had the night before, what your preferences were, and love to anticipate uh, guest needs. So the the feedback we always get, the number one thing is just that the crew were amazing. Many of them have been, been on board for more than 10 years. And, um, you know, just um, lovely, amiable people, like I say. So, uh, again, part of being about a destination is lots of time in the destination. So you don't want to spend a lot of time on the ship necessarily. You want to be in the island. And that's why you'll see we have overnights in many destinations. Which all of our cruises have an overnight in Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. Many have an overnight in Morarea as well. And I'm going to show you into 2024 and 2025. New itineraries we have with some additional overnights as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of dining, it's all open dining. So you dine where you want, with who you want, when you want. Um, no additional charge for alternative dining. Like, for instance, La Veranda is open for breakfast and lunch. And it, we have a, a buffet, but then there's also an um, amazing menu that you can order off of. Uh, you can see lots of big open windows, lots of uh, alfresco dining, so you can dine outdoors. And 
the veranda in the evening, we dim the lights and change the crystal and the china. And it becomes this really cool French-inspired restaurant where we have a degustation, so a tasting menu. Mm-hmm. If anyone's a foodie, this is a really good restaurant if you're a, a foodie mm-hmm. and you like to try lots of different things. Uh, I actually, I, I would say any of our, our dining experiences, really, it's very easy to try many, many different things because it's small portions, just yeah. absolutely beautifully prepared. But it's very easy to to order um, lots and lots of choices in terms of appetizers, soups and salads and entrees, because the portions are, are quite lovely. You can have as many as you want, but the portions, I think, are nice and small. Yeah, that's good because sometimes you're almost getting full, but you want to try one more thing because it just sounds so good, right? And you don't want yeah. to end up with this giant plate and you're like, oh, I only want a couple bites. So it's nice right. to try it and then you don't feel like you're wasting as much. So that's, that's great. I think it's good. You know, I, I was funny you said that too, because I absolutely find that I've, I have cruised quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in the industry for many years. But the waste sometimes is just phenomenal to me. And you, you see very little waste because, like I say, the portion size is reasonable. But if you want to, you can have 10 lobster tails if you want them. <laughs> but, you know, so if someone likes to have uh, anything specific, they can have that too. Yeah, no, I, so, I don't like seeing waste either. I think it's it's unfortunate that it's that way. And I'm glad that, you know, a lot of cruise lines are moving to not having buffets. Um, yeah. Just because well, they have to prepare so much and it's just not right. Yeah. Do you know what's always been different with us? We have had buffet, but we've always had a buffet where the there's someone that serves it to you. So mm-hmm. the waiter actually serves you. Don't uh, people don't uh, take the food themselves? Mm-hmm. But then you get to the end of the um, line in the at the buffet, and someone takes your plate and brings it to a table for you. So mm-hmm. there's not like trays and schlepping around with lots mm-hmm. of food, right? So oh, it's, I think that's it's always been uh, individually served like that. Yeah, I think that's good. And just because, you know, I have limited mobility, so I use a cane quite frequently. And sometimes, you know, able-bodied people don't think about it, but you're holding a cane, you're holding a plate, and you're like, and how am I supposed to serve myself? So I think that that's great that they're kind of doing that in that just because of people like like myself and other people who just, you know, they're not sure, do I want do I want a little? And then you just go back and get more yeah. or whatever you want to, right? That's, that's so. part of a, a luxury experience, right? It's the mm-hmm. it's those little touches like that, that you're right, you don't necessarily think to look for, but it does make such a difference. Even, you know, who wants to be trying to find a table to sit at and you're holding your tray of food and that sort of thing. So, no, it's, yes, it's, I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, La Grille is, uh, it's a Polynesian fusion restaurant. And in the evenings, here's a good tip for those of you that are going to book soon is that in Bora Bora, we take it out by the pool under the stars. It's always outdoors, but in Bora Bora, the night we overnight um, out by the pool, which is great. And our main dining room is called the Toile. And uh, La Toile is international cuisine, lots of choices and variety. Um, the um, uh, other options we have for food in suite or in stateroom dining Course by course, you can have anything that's being served in La Toile. That's, there's no additional charge for that. Mm-hmm. We have an early risers breakfast in one of the areas uh, from about 5.30 or 6 in the morning where there's pastries and uh, cappuccinos and uh, anything you would want, sort of smoothies. There's a really nice smoothie bar there as well. Mm-hmm. We have um, uh, high tea served daily as well. And then our uh, we have a lavish barbecue on our, our public beach, our, our private island. I'll show you. Um, I shouldn't say public beach. It's a private island, not a public beach. I'll show you more about that as well, too. Gorgeous. Every evening there's a performance. So it, uh, traditional Tahitian type of form- performances, usually these beautiful hip swing dancers. This is the Gauguins again. 
Uh, our, my favorite actually we do is a crew show. Uh, every sailing, which is on our crew, are amazingly talented. And if you're thinking we're just sun and sand, there's so much more, especially when we have sea days. You see, we have amazing lectures, uh, but we have lectures on every sailing. So marine biologists, whale and dolphin experts, anthropologists, all kinds of uh, knowledgeable folks. And you can uh, attend a lecture with them and do an excursion, have lunch with them. They're available to the guests when they're on board the ship as well. Wonderful. There is a marina off the after the ship. So the paddleboarding and the kayaking is included, even though we include the snorkel gear. So you don't have to worry about bringing your own snorkel gear with you. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a scuba dive um, diving program. It's PADI certified. It's the only PADI certified program in the South Pacific. And the great thing about this is we have dive masters right on board the ship. Are you, Kathleen, are you a diver? I, I do a lot of snorkeling. I don't do actual diving, but my husband's yeah. always wanted to get certified and to do that because we go to so many um, beautiful islands and, and what yeah. a great place to learn. Like, look at that. Wow. Yeah, you can and you can um, get certified actually on board the ship because they are a PADI certified program. But they take the great thing. They take the guests right from the marina and you go out in a Zodiac or a speedboat. We include all of the gear as well. There is an additional charge for scuba diving, but it starts at about $100 for a one tank dive. So it's very inexpensive. That's reasonable. And, um, and it's good because you go to this destination after destination with um, the same dive master, which is great. Yeah. The thing I'll tell you, I'm not a diver either. I'm a snorkeler. Mm -hmm. The South Pacific and French Polynesia is amazing in that you can stand in the water up to your chest and it's bath water, warm water, and see every kind of fish. In Bora Bora, I always do this excursion too, where you see the um, stingrays and uh reef sharks and you don't you, I mean you can just be standing with your feet on the on the yeah. sand in the in the water and um, see just amazing marine life beautiful uh, really quickly I just want to show you the our staterooms and suites mm -hmm. just to give you an idea we did a dry dock uh, just over about two years ago I guess now and all of the public areas and the staterooms were completely renovated very understated elegant um, lots of choices and variety. My favorites actually are the grand suites. You can see there's this uh, balcony off to the side here, but then half of the bow of the ship is also your own private balcony in the grand suites, which is lovely. But all of our staterooms and suites, are, they start at 200 square feet. Mm -hmm. This uh, Most of them are 240 and above with the, the private balcony. And we have beautiful bedding and linens. There's a, a, a refrigeration a refrigerator in the room that's replenished daily as well. Beautiful. Full bathtubs in all of the staterooms as well. The, the ship only has two that are just showers. I think mm -hmm. there's three now that are just showers, but they're huge. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, it's a uh, full bathtub. You do want a balcony in French Polynesia, I'll just tell yes. you. So mm -hmm. We have some uh, staterooms that are outside, but you want to wake up in the morning and open the balcony and smell the fresh air and sit out on your um, private veranda and order room service or spend, you know, afternoon tea or uh, mm -hmm. cocktails or whatever on your private balcony. So I do encourage folks to look at the, the balcony, which are category C and D and above as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably have to book early to get those. I imagine that they would fill up the quickest um, out of all the, the rooms, like the balconies and above, because. Well, yeah, you know what you find, honestly, it's the suites, the state rooms, the owner suite, the grand suites. It's the suites that um, sell out this quickly because we only have two owner suites and two grand suites on the entire ship. So mm -hmm. when you, when the ship is only 330 guests, yeah, you find that um, yeah. just, just a few people book can make such a difference. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk, I'm going to go through this pretty quickly, but I want to talk about stable tourism and just 
um, uh, the importance of this to a, a brand like Paul Gauguin Cruises that has been in Tahiti for 25 years. We were purchased in 2019 from by Pinel, and Pinel is the only French flagged cruise line. Mm-hmm. They have 13 luxury vessels. All of their ships are on the cutting edge of technology in terms of environmental preservation. And so this is a, just a perfect fit for Pinel to have purchased Paul Gauguin Cruises in. One of the things actually in our dry dock, the most important thing we did was eliminate the use of heavy oil fuel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Long before uh, people were talking about um, the sustainability, the French Polynesians have been uh, practicing what they call rahui, and that is a a fishing ban, temporary fishing bans that they have uh, had for centuries in the destination. There's been no international fishing license distributed in French Polynesia since I think it was the 1960s. Oh, so um, they've always been, uh, you know, looked at this pristine environment and always felt it was very important to maintain it. Um, and um, that you, you know, like Venice has done in the last few years, they're limiting the size of ships that can go into the destination. Mm. Same thing, French Polynesia has done that. So any ship under mm. over 3,500 guests can only make a stop in Papiete. And any ship year round with under 700 guests. So pretty much Balgogan Cruises has uh, preferential treatment and has access to all of the islands. They're limiting the amount of people. There's about 300,000 people that live in the island. Mm -hmm. They're limiting the amount of tourists in a year to 300,000 as well. So they want to keep this environment so that it's perfect for the local people as well as the uh, pristine for the tourists. Mm -hmm. It is the largest marine sanctuary in the world. So every type of uh, flora and fauna and um, marine life you can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in our dry dock, many things were done, including changing the shower heads so we use less um, water. Also, the, we used to hand out um, paper uh, agendas every day on the different various things that were happening on board the ship. And we've got, we have that now on the uh, TVs. You can get it delivered to you if you'd still like it, but mm-hmm. that's eliminated paper and uh, copying yeah. by 75% on board the ship. Yeah, because not everybody and, really reads them. They'd rather look it up on the app or on the TV, and then you can, you know, take it with you if it's on the app, right, or on your phone. Right. Um, you yeah. can access it throughout the ship. So, yeah, I can see that that would save a lot. Mm-hmm. Even um, supporting the local and communities, how important that is. Remember, I mentioned the Gauguins and the Gauguin aboard the ship. What one of the lovely things is that these folks work with us for many years, and then they move on to other positions within the hospitality industry in in Tahiti. They, uh, we have folk, folks that work in our marina and guests on the, the pier as well that are local people. And even the children's program that we have uh, is a conservation program that is um, works with a, um, tiki, um, a turtle sanctuary in the islands as well. Now, we, we allow children year-round. We don't get lots of kids, but in July and August and December, we get kids. So we have this program for kids 7 through 15. And it's a hands-on interactive learning experience, and it's complimentary on board as well. That's great. I'm going to really quickly go go through our our destinations Mm -hmm. and the itineraries that we have. But one of the highlights is our Motu Mahana. This is where I said the water's 28 degrees year-round, crystal clear, bath water warm. On one side of the island, you can walk out for 15 minutes, and you're up to your chest in bath water warm water. The other side, there's drift snorkeling. Here we have a lavish barbecue, um, all the activities from the paddle boards and kayaks from the ship as well, versus in our private beach in Bora Bora. And the only thing there is sand and trees and a, a cooler with drinks. 
Uh, we've recently added um, a few lounge chairs. We have, but every, everyone used to just take towels and lay in the beach, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. This picture on the right-hand side is Mount Otamanu. That's the view from our um, private beach here. And uh, this is iconic. Mount Otamanu is uh, really such an iconic picture that you would see. So this is a great day mm -hmm. for everyone taking selfies and oh. just a, a really amazing day. As much as people think Bora Bora and Morarea are probably going to be the highlights, Mm -hmm. Often people will come back and say, no, it was the private beaches because it was just so pristine. Absolutely. And you can really see, like you said, the pristine, like you can, as far as the eye can see, it's just beautiful, clear, fresh, really nice looking water. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Just you know, the picture on the right here, you can see they say that Tahiti has a painter's palette of blues. And you can absolutely see that when you look from the beach, looking out into Mount Otamano, you can absolutely see that. Yes. Mm hmm. Lots of people we have that are, are traveling with us are celebrating a milestone anniversary or um birthday perhaps and if you are celebrating a honeymoon or an anniversary we have a polynesian blessing ceremony where they wrap a traditional quilt around you and they they do a blessing and that's complimentary kathleen you just let us know that the clients are celebrating an anniversary and we'll make sure that they get an invite to it yeah so our itineraries we used to do probably half our itineraries in a year was a seven night itinerary but we've increased uh, the length and duration of many of our sailings and as much as you might think it's all French Polynesia, each one of these itineraries will sort of charm you in a different way. And there's different um, ideas on why you would want to take a one itinerary over the other. And of course, uh, Kathleen, you, you'll be able to talk to our reservations uh, people or myself, and we can absolutely help you with recommending the perfect itinerary for yeah. us, depending on what they're looking for. But mm -hmm. we overnight in Morarea, we overnight in Bora Bora. We're at our private beach, and then Huaheni is um, has a cultural significance as well as um, uh, beautiful, beautiful white sand beaches as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a new itinerary that we're doing. Um, uh, sorry, we have a, a new itinerary as well that we are doing where we um, over or we travel to Raiatea as well on a seven night itinerary. But then we kind of build from there. So into the, the Tuamotus are very popular for scuba diving and snorkeling. Rangiroa is the second largest lagoon in the world. And Bakarava is a UNESCO World Biosphere. So it's one of only seven in the world. Oh, wow. Incredible. Um, new itinerary as well. We've never done this before. Um, is an overnight in Bakarava. So if you are a diver, this is um, amazing, amazing diving and snorkeling on this itinerary. Yeah. The Cook Islands itineraries, I think it, folks, they, they like this, the Society Island group of islands. That's one of the group of islands that Tahiti belongs to. And they like that sort of culture along with the New Zealand Maori feel of the Cook Islands. Here you have beautiful, beautiful white and beaches as well. Two days at sea. Sometimes I, I see with folks, it depends whether they uh, love the idea of lots of days at sea. And you'll see as we go on, we have itineraries that have more and more days at sea. Yeah. Marquesas are the most remote group of islands in the world. There's more wild horses than there are people in the Marquesas. But the Marquesas have a very rugged coastline. So you get great beaches on the rest of this itinerary, but the Marquesas aren't necessarily known for beaches. Yeah. Um, this itinerary, we are only doing it in 2024. We have five stops in the Marquesas and two mm -hmm. maiden calls into islands on the Marquesas. Once a year, we have um, itinerary that sails into across the international dateline. Tonga, mm -hmm. I think, is a highlight on this. It's a very difficult destination to get to. Yeah. And um, then into Fiji. 
and more immersive itineraries into 2025 because we are doing another dry dock in 2025 as well. So as much as 11 days at sea on these itineraries, so that's where you get lots of um, uh, lectures on board and just time to really just lay back, you know, sit back and just really enjoy uh, everything that the ship has to offer. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear you guys who are watching this I'd love to hear which itinerary you like the best so make sure you leave a comment below which one you like because all of those looked amazing I'm curious what you guys like no yeah, yeah. and I'd be interested to know too for sure yeah. I, and I think you know some of it when when you start to look at Tahiti is quite an expensive destination to be honest once you're there so when you look at the value of the cruise with the all-inclusive mm -hmm. I truly I think just spend as much time as you can on board the ship and then um, add on, you can augment it. And we, of course, um, Kathleen, you can offer pre and post yes. packages as well. So if they want to spend time uh, in events as well. Yeah. I want to just end with talking about price. So we're recording this in August of 2023. So pricing can change. We have what we call a dynamic pricing model. And what that means is the further in advance you book, the better pricing you get. So as the ship starts to fill, the prices go up. Right. We have a Canadian residence rates are 5% off. Okay. Everything we do is in US dollars. But mm -hmm. I like to show you our price because I think people spend far more money on uh, less exotic destinations. They're, mm -hmm. Sometimes they're thinking because I say we're all inclusive and we're luxurious, people are thinking we're expensive. Right. But we do start at $2,850 US. Yes. That includes the port charges. That's per person. Mm -hmm. And that includes the Canadian residence rate as well. Good. And then with your um, consortia virtuoso that you have, mm -hmm. um, you yes. also have many sailings that you have $100 shipboard credit. Okay. And mm -hmm. shipboard credits can be used for shore excursions or spa treatments or just even anything in the in the shop. So that's a nice extra perk that you have through your relationship with virtuoso. Mm -hmm. And that is not bad at all, that pricing. Goodness. I've quoted higher than that for a seven-day Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Now, of course, you know, we have the port. That's a seven day sailing uh, in an outside stateroom. So we have, remember I said you want the balcony and you want to, you know, the longer sailings as well. So that's our, our starting price. But yeah, you will see it's quite reasonable considering the value of having everything included. Yes. And then we do have various discounts as well right now. And we've had this for quite a while is our $300 uh, per guest discount. If you've never traveled with us before, it's, uh, it's not a shipboard credit. It's an actual discount over and above mm -hmm. and uh, even solo savings right now we have many zero single supplements yes. for solo travelers on i've listed the dates here but you can see right into 2025 and we have our itinerary out right till the end of uh 2025 so that's uh, a lot of different nights different um itineraries to choose from that's great yeah yeah a lot of dates. And mm -hmm. it's a very comfortable atmosphere for singles because you do when you arrive into the dining room the maitre d greets you asks if you want to dine with other people, whether you're solo or whether you're a couple. So yes. uh, do find lots of camaraderie on board. And I think maybe it's because you're small ship, you see the same people, you maybe did an excursion with them, and then you want to have dinner. So a very uh, a camaraderie and a, a very easygoing experience on board. Yeah, that's what I love about cruising. And I love about small ship cruising even more is, you know, the solo cruisers don't feel like they're left out that they're gonna have nobody to talk to the whole time. And Nobody's going to pay them any attention. It doesn't work out like that. You know, you go with somebody on an excursion and then you just become, you know, fast friends and you kind of have like-mindedness. And I think that that's awesome. That's exactly it. It's the yeah. like-minded. 
you know, because it's it's very little about age or uh, whether you're single or couples. Like-minded people do the same thing. So if you're a diver, you'll meet many divers. If you mm-hmm. want to just sit in the lounge and enjoy the entertainment or the piano bar, whatever you do, meet the, the same type of people. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Very easy going. Now, Meru means thank you. And I do want to thank you, Kathleen. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to to work with you. And, um, you know, just want to say how important it is to work through a advisor that mm-hmm. knows their stuff and can help you out. And so um, I encourage people to speak with you. And um, I, I hope to see you all in French Polynesia one day soon. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yes. And thank you so much for putting all that together. It was great. I love that you did such a great brand overview and it gives us a really good sample and idea of uh, of what you have to offer. And that's incredible. So thank you for taking the time. My pleasure. Kathleen, if we ever want to do again, if we want to look at maybe a specific itinerary and really mm-hmm. delve deep into you know what you would do on a typical seven-day sailing or whatever, I'm open. So let me know uh, when you get feedback from folks, if there's um Uh, any questions, or we could uh, absolutely arrange another presentation as well again. Absolutely. I'm booking into uh, January right now. So all of you guys who are watching this, look back in January and we'll find some great stuff that we're going to be talking about again. So thank you. And I hope everybody has a great week. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this week's cruise chat with Vicky. It was really nice to see some of their itineraries. I love that they are the experts in that area. Um, I always say, you know, when you when you have a niche and you do it so well, that it's just, that's who you should always book with. I am your cruise expert. I am somebody that you should always be booking your cruises with. And um, Paul Gauguin is the expert in the French Polynesian area. They've been doing it for 25 years. They've got that relationship down pat. They know what they're doing. And I think that they're just a great, great choice for booking, for going on those type of cruises down in the French Polynesian islands. Um, It's just phenomenal um, how they've got those relationships, like I said, and how they really know the area and they bring people on board that are local to that area, which really, I mean, that's where you travel, right? You're traveling to learn all about the destinations and that's just fabulous. And I love Paul Guggen for that. So that is just incredible. I can't wait to meet with her again in January and look at some of their itineraries. Next week, I'm going to be meeting with Cindy from Norwegian Cruise Line. And we're going to be looking at um, some of their itineraries, some of their brand new ships that they've got that are just coming out. Um, They have Norwegian Prima and Viva, and those are pretty awesome ships. Those are really good. They're the ones that I recommend. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, talking about uh, some of their fabulous itineraries. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you reach out to me, info at plentyofsunshinetravel.com, and I'd love to get you on board. It would just be amazing because I just really think that uh, Paul Gauguin is the right choice for the French Polynesian Islands. And I can't wait to to see your pictures and to hear all about your experiences there. So thank you so much for reaching out to me, info at plentyofsunshinetravel.com because I'm the one who can get you on board with um, some special prices and perks as well. So thank you so much. Um, So yeah, so next week I'll be meeting with Norwegian Cruise Line and I'm just excited about that. So it's great. Uh, So I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you next week or on board. Bye for now.